Welcome to the Mile High Champions League Weekly Podcast. I am your host, the Commission, and with me as always is the man who set the world record for the longest football throw over them mountains, yes, even further than Uncle Rico, Big Nolski. Also joining us for the first time tonight is a man who needs no introduction. So let's talk about football, guys. Uh, oh, snap. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> ben Griffiths is here with us tonight, and I'm actually honored and touched that he wanted to be a part of this. So welcome, Ben. Gentlemen, how are you guys tonight? Very good. Who else could it have been besides me? That's right. Uh, Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico. <laughs> do we have them build coming up? Is that is that a possibility? Can we have that? Yes, yes okay. we can. We can do anything. It's it's a we're a very um, liberal league. So let's uh, let's talk a little. We got a lot to go over tonight. So because we had to miss last week, which I apologize, we were unable to do that. But we can uh, cover that today. So the MVT for weeks one and two what? is actually the Titletown Warriors. Congratulations, Noel. That's quite nice. Thank you. I you did are. not know I got that for week one. So that's that's pretty cool. Thank you very much. Yes, you're absolutely destroying it. Actually, you you were two thirteen point eight. You 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 had it just by a touch. You were 213.8. Larson was 213.4. So you got it, but just by barely a little bit. Now, the MVP of the week for week one, Christian McCaffrey. Dude got 67 points. 19 carries, 128 yards, average 6.7 yards a carry. Two TDs, 10 receptions, 81 yards. That's going to get you a lot of points. So it did. So congratulations, Vanessa, for having the MVP um, and losing to Noel. That sucks. (laughs) She got 211 (laughs) points. (laughs) If Noel feels bad, how does his father feel? His, his father, he's making his father feel bad at this point. Probably, I, I would think. Well, I don't know. I don't know. That's. Uh, I mean, I'm just. The teacher becomes the master, or the other way around. Yes, indeed. indeed. So the uh, again, Noel, you were number in week number two. You were the MVP, or excuse me, MVT again. Also, you had Dalvin Cook, who was the MVP. He certainly helped you out. Indeed, he scored you forty. Nope, he scored you fifty-six points, twenty carries. 154 yards. Dude was averaging 7.7 yards a carry. That is insane. One TD, three receptions for 37 yards. Dalvin Cook was the man for you. You handily beat the Rams 218 to 140. Um, so congratulations to you there, Noel. Now, moving on to the Survivor Elimination Challenge, we've had two teams knocked out in the first two weeks. Week number one, five-second chug. Sorry, Molly, you were knocked out. And week number two, some team called and into the – Blame? Who the hell Who is, is that? that? I have no idea. That's me. I think it's Ben. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's Ben. Oh, yeah. It's that guy. Yeah, so that guy. Yeah, so you're up. Sorry, Ben. So you got eliminated a week two. Everyone else, obviously, is still in the competition. Now, Noel, let's go to shithead of the week. All right. Uh, this might be a shithead of the week uh, candidate for every single week this year. It is Dolphins over owner over weird. Stephen Ross, who... Uh, released basically an email trying to defend his obvious, just terrible tanking scheme he's doing this season to try and turn the team around. And he said, the goal isn't to try and patch some holes and go 9-7 and seven and make the playoffs. I want to compete for and win Super Bowls. We took a look at our objective at our situation at the end of last year and realized we were a long way from winning to be. Talked about how they've won 72 games in 10 years. And how the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. However, uh, that's stupid because, you know, the goal is to make the playoffs and go from there. Because how did the Giants win their Super Bowls here, fellas? They made the playoffs and got hot. How did goddamn Joe Flacco win a Super Bowl? That's right. He got hot in the playoffs. Don't and, mind me. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
But also, there's the whole thing of there are 53 players on the active roster day-to-day who are going out there every game and risking injury, and they're putting out bad film because this team is so awful, so it's costing them games for risk of injury. Plus, teams probably aren't going to sign somebody if they were, you know, not a standout, even if they were a standout on an 0-16 team, which this Dolphins team looks to be. So, yeah, Stephen Ross... uh, Fuck you. Anywho, <laughs> I think uh, no, that was a fair shithead of the week. I uh, I got I got to argue with you. Um, I'm gonna say that uh, ten points in two games is not that, <laughs> that's very respectable um, for any NFL team. They're they're giving. The, I mean, they know they've had a, over 100 points scored against, but let, let's be let's be fair here. Come on. What? What? <laughs> that's my Darth Vader. What is uh, disagreeing? So. All right. Thank you, Noel. That was a very good shithead, and you're right. Uh, you probably will make constant appearances on this list. Going on to the champion of the week, I was uh, surprised to see this. It was actually a little while ago. It was early September, but nevertheless, I thought it was certainly worthwhile. So the champion of the week is Ron Rivera, who heard about it, 12-year-old. Yeah, Riverboat Ron. Well, he wasn't rolling the dice this one. He just had a little outlay. Actually, probably got Lowe's to pay for it because Lowe's is a sponsor of the Panthers, but cares who actually paid for it. What he did was there's a 12-year-old, Jalen Clyburn, Clyburn, excuse me. Um, he's mowing lawns to save for college. And Riverboat Ron heard about this, brought him to the Panthers Stadium. They bought him a brand new lawnmower with uh, like Panthers blue stuff all over it. He had him a signed Cam Newton jersey. It was just a nice gesture saying, you know, hard work gets you places. So congratulations, Ron Rivera. You are the champion of the week. I thought that was really cool. Now let's go to the recaps of the week. We're going to skip the week one recap. We're just going to look at week two. So why don't we start with Benjamin? Go ahead and recap my uh, fuck me. Recap my game versus <laughs> Vanessa. All right. Uh, well, <laughs> being put on the spot, I better pull it up then. <laughs> That's usually good. That would yeah, be helpful. Yeah. Well, you can, I mean, you could just make shit up. I mean, but it's, it'll be easier if you actually had the, the data in front of you. But hey, we, uh, we, do, we, do, we do fun things here. It's whatever you want. <laughs> we, we, have, we have a good time. We, we have a good time. We have a good time. All right. Well, then we're going to pause for an awkward silence because my internet is apparently being very slow. It well, happens. then I, let's do this. Ben, you um, do the next game, which will be the Legend of Lincoln versus Galloping Gonorrhea. Noel, why don't you take my game for week two? All right. So, uh, what the f- hold on a second. My internet is also <laughs> being slow. All right. Well, you guys are looking that up. I will right. say that I lost by a just a sh- Yeah, oh. it was it was close. Oh. Mike, I was oh. watching this game and pulling for you the whole time because it's like, oh, thank you. He's he's gonna get he's gonna get there. He's gonna right. get there. And then Odell Beckham Jr. got you within like coughing distance, mm-hmm. and the game was over. They went yeah. into just run the clock out mode. So yeah, Mike, heartbreaking loss for you. Coming up just short by what? Less than two points? One point, four points. Yeah. And really, I mean, Jared Goff, I, I think, kind of started off slow for the year, but he got 23.8 points this week. Lowest projection, but still respectable, which you had to like because Deshaun Watson, who was supposed to kill it this week, got 16.2 points, and that's below average. Not only that, Christian McCaffrey, after an otherworldly performance last week, 12 points. So there's that. Coming in much, much below the 40.3 projection. 
Derrick mm-hmm. Henry, um, like, I don't know how he's doing right now, but 26 points last week, pretty good. Oh, hey, eight, eight points? He's, yeah. he's on the verge of creeping out of single digits, so there's that. True. And then the aforementioned Odell Beckham Jr. with 50 points, which was fun to watch against uh, Greg Williams, who just threw a shit fit after that 80-yard touchdown catch and run, which is hilarious. Uh, Julio Jones coming back for uh, – Vanessa after a horrible week one. So that's uh, – she, she don't like that. Vernon Davis, Mike, he did Vernon Davis stuff. He got you eight points. Mark <laughs> Andrews might be yep. one of the biggest pickups after week one on the waiver wire. 39 points. I don't know really anything about him other than the fact he plays tight end for Baltimore. He has um, a beard. He does. Um, he actually kind of looks like Kenny just from a distance. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he does. Uh, Mark Ingram – 17 points, not bad, but you'd like more, especially uh, towards the end of that game. They're just trying to run the clock out. Cooper Cup, huge game, 33 points for Vanessa. Austin Eckler, another huge game, 36 points, um, which is making Larson's uh, life more difficult. We'll get to that later. Chris Carson, kind of a slower week, 18 points, but that was a great game. I don't know if either of you watched it. Bills defense, uh, I would have thought they got more than 12 points considering what they did to – New York, but maybe it was just because Eli and crew couldn't do shit offensively. Rams defense uh, kind of got a boost because of a bad penalty, but also because uh, Drew Brees hurt. And then there are kickers and punters. So they do exist. Tough loss, Mike, but uh, that's that's not a bad score, even with some some down stuff. And I mean, both the, both your teams really fired for the most part. Just had some. Spots where they didn't, such as Vernon Davis. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck to do at tight end. I had the Bears tight end, but they're like, game time decision, which means no way. Yeah, it's either (laughs) goose egg or some shit with another tight end that like Vernon Davis. He he has, you know, he didn't put up a lot of points for me this week. He arguably, maybe even objectively, has the best smile on the planet. Just a happy dude. All right. Uh, thank you for that, Noel. All right, Ben, it's your turn. You are up to bat. Take on the galloping gonorrheas versus the legend of Link. I don't think that's how it's pronounced, um, but it could we're be. Going to do that anyway, I can't um, read. So <laughs> I can't read it right. So yes, this was another actually very good game. Um, high scoring uh, points on both sides of the aisle, if you will. Um, but right out of the gate, just gotta say, Patrick Mahomes. Living up to the first two weeks, well, what can you say? This this guy, this guy is the future of, of Kansas City, uh, and it was pretty clear last season that he was going to be. But their offense is just unstoppable at this point. Um, probably the only team that's going to give Patriots a run for their money. Um, coming way above projected at uh, 50, or forty six points, um, just killing it versus Oakland. We'll see. We'll keep a close eye on Patrick Mahomes going forward. See what he does. Uh, Nick Chubb, another great performance for Cleveland, which I got to say, at the beginning of the season, I think I cursed the Broncos. I was saying Cleveland hasn't, hasn't got it, but they're won one more game than the Broncos. So <laughs> at this point, I don't know what to say. Um, Helton, like no one knew going in, into the season what he's going to be without, without luck. Um, no pun intended, but uh, he's, he's been okay. Um, he's he's still Ty Hilton. He's going to be the, the the best receiver in that on that team. Uh, 
Zach Ertz coming in, killing it. Definitely one of the top tight ends uh, for the league, coming in above projection at 24 points. Uh, Terry Cohen, uh, definitely unperforming there. But um, as we can see, the MVT for uh, right after – Right behind Mahomes for uh, Courtney this week was the Patriots' defense against the lowly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Two zero. Um, Excellent that, short fruit. That's <laughs> not. That's not. A, that's not an NFL game. I mean, I don't know what the hell that is. It's, that is sad. Uh, Courtney's got some good good things happening on her bench too. I mean, so when you win the game and you see your bench doing good things, that's she's got a pretty solid team forming up here. So I think. Uh, Courtney's got a, a pretty good uh, production for the rest of the year, I would say. Yeah, it's always um, – it's a good problem to have, although it's really challenging when you have so many good players, it's difficult to know who to start every week. guess so, yourself constantly. Yeah, oh, yeah. you, you, you yeah, pull problem. a rucks and, and you just kind of tinker stinker and you just yeah. kind of ruin your own team. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. all right. Any given Sunday. So, yeah, right. uh, finishing up with that, we uh, – Grant had a very solid effort, um, you know, pretty well-rounded uh, performances all around, but just couldn't couldn't uh, beat Courtney in, in the end with uh, those big Sorry, he shouldn't start no offense. He sucks. Well, the Broncos <laughs> suck. No offense, good. Shut up. Continue. I, I apologize. No, no. I uh, <laughs> just wrapping up. I, I think uh, both these teams have a very good showing. Um, unfortunately, that puts Grant at zero and two. Which is uh, very rare, actually, to begin this season. Uh, I remember we had big outliers in the beginning of last season, and this season, mm-hmm. it's one and ones. So anyone's game for sure. You're, you're absolutely right. I remember there was like three two and O's and just a bunch of O and twos, and like not even it was a it was a weird start. But you're right. We have one, two, three, four, five. Six, half of the league is one and one right now. And there's only three teams: the Town Warriors. Good juju and the Spartans who are two and zero, so it's a fun start to the year. All right, thank you very much, Ben. And by the way, for those of you who didn't know, Ben used to be a DJ on the radio, and that's why he sounds so silky smooth. All right, I'm going to go on to your game, Ben, which was. Um, can we not? Can we skip that one? That would be great. That'd be that's not how this works, Ben. <laughs> you will take it and you will like it. So. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry that Going I mean nowhere. wasn't wasn't that great of a game by either of you, quite frankly. One seventeen mm-hmm. um, to one forty two. It's not a ton of scoring. Basically, everyone except for a handful, uh, like, like Le'Veon Bell, um, underperformed expectations. Oh, and Antonio Brown. Everyone else pretty much just kind of they did okay. I guess is the best way to put it. So looking at the quarterbacks, Carson Wentz twenty three versus 20.4 for Aaron Rodgers. Even with that molestash, doesn't seem to be doing much for him. He's the 23rd-ranked quarterback this season. He's not doing that well. I wonder if Aaron Rodgers is old hat. We're going to just have to kind of play through the season and see. Running back position, Le'Veon Bell, that's a great start. I think he's – dude is amazing. Um, I, I think even in New Jersey, he's – well, New York. With I think the if the Jets always in New Jersey. Quarterback East Coast area. Yeah, somewhere east of here. Um, he did awesome. Marlon Mack for uh, Josh here didn't have that great of a game. 14 points in the wide receiver position. This is the one that surprised me. DeAndre Hopkins only got 13 points. Excuse me. He was projected to get 23 in the week before he had 45. So it's kind of a big drop-off week for several players like Christian McCaffrey, DeAndre Hopkins. 
Juju Smith-Schuster, part of the uh, titular part of Josh's team, um, 21 points, not too bad. Tight end position, that is a Sorry, big man. fat goose egg there, Ben. By David Njoku. Yeah, right. I don't get that. I mean, David Njoku is an absolute beast. I had him last year, and he, I don't know, another guy who fell early. off a cliff. Got yeah, he got, he got hurt very well in the game. He, he's, out, he's out next week, yep. too, so I don't know what we're at for me to do. Oh, well, fuck me. That sucks. Sorry. <laughs> um, Austin Hooper for Josh got him 10 juicy points. Um, flex positions, kind of a, a tepid day by Evans and Watkins. Watkins blew up in the absence of Tyreek Hill in the first week scoring 73 points? Wait a second. Hold on a second. I, I think I, I misquoted who actually got the um, – if he had 73 points, Sammy Watkins was actually the MVP. But did you maybe do that because he was on the bench? Oh, no, no, that's right. That's right. Um, okay, so yeah, I did have it right. I, I was confusing myself. Sometimes I'm an idiot. So, uh, yes, Sammy Watkins, 77. he would have been MVP last week if he wasn't riding pine. Mm, sweet pine. So then uh, in, in the opposite flex position, Amari Cooper got 18 points. He barely eked you out there, and Antonio Brown did 22. I don't know if he's going to be the Antonio Brown of yesteryear, getting like 30, 40 points a game, you know, with the goat throwing at him. Who knows? In the defensive positions, you guys had a fairly even matchup here with the Chargers and Eagles, 14 for you, Ben, 16 for him. What I think was really interesting is that Prater got no points, which is weird, and because they were in Ford Field. And so, you know what? He missed two field goals. That's why. Um, but it was that the Chargers. I don't know. He sucks, regardless. And Tress Way was the one that got 14 Holy points shit. as a punter. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. So, I mean, that just adds insult to injury that the punter was, you know, kicking so much ass. He actually outscored DeAndre Hopkins. What the fuck that is sucks. going on? <laughs> what is going on here? That's so, anyways, uh, I think, yeah, it's fantasy. I mean, you, you just had a down week, and I think you're going to be able to bounce back, especially since you've got so much. John Ross, 38 points on your bench. Tyler Boyd, 38 points on your – 37, excuse me, on your bench. Just a down week. I don't think this is a down trend for you, Ben. You're one you're, you're one and one. He's 2-0. and oh. I think you're going to be just fine. So, sorry for the loss, Ben. Congratulations, Josh. Let's go on to Noel Tackle, the Doomgivers versus the Spartans, please. This was uh, – there were a few slug matches this week, and this was definitely one of them where you know, Brandon just managed to eke out a win, but if I – Let's just go through Brandon's team alone here. And he got 18 points out of Cam Newton, who might not play this week, and is banged up again, which isn't Cam Newton's fault. That offensive line is cheesecloth, and his receivers are basically Greg Olson. Uh, Todd Gurley, just kind of slow start to the year. But even saying that, 21 points, you'll take that almost any time out of a running back, just not the explosive stuff you like sometimes. Michael Thomas, I would not have thought this. I didn't look at this before, that – with Drew Brees getting hurt early, Michael Thomas still got 27 points in that game. So mm-hmm. that's surprising. Evan mm-hmm. Ingram, who Mike, you and I have talked about before, has all the ability to be a great tight end, but is playing with, well, is no longer having Eli Manning throw to him, at least this week. Um, although, to Eli's credit, that offensive line is probably the worst in the league. But he got 15 points. Very good uh, for him, considering what he's dealing with. Josh Jacobs, a down week considering what happened in week one, 19 points. Also, uh, he uh, is dealing with not only a sore groin or groin issue. There's no good way to put groin. 
Um, his dick his, hurts. His dick my hurts. Groin. Ow, my groin. He's also apparently sick and has lost 10 pounds, so that might be an issue for Brandon going forward. My favorite thing of Brandon's team for the whole week was that Allen Robinson basically did nothing, and then he caught a huge pass, which put the Bears in field goal range to seal, well, basically to knock off the Broncos to put them to 0-2. I kind of laugh at that. Like, Really, that, that's kind of a Brandon thing, which uh, I'm not saying Brandon hates the Broncos. Brandon just wants the Broncos to lose because Elway sucks. So there's, that's <laughs> that. Uh, Carolina's defense, 13.5 points. Not bad. Not below projection, but then again, the old Taylor defense. Holy fuck, what the hell? His punter got 17 points. Yeah, that's the loading cook treatment. <laughs> I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. All right, so there's that. And then Kenfield, thankfully, did not start Drew Brees, who would have netted him a awesome point, or sorry, negative point four points. He said he started Tom Brady against the uh, Miami Dolphins, who may or may not be a college football team. Got 30 points. Matt Breida, who... This is why I was telling Kenfield via text earlier. He made some good decisions this week. 31 points. I don't like anyone in San Francisco's backfield, but 31 points. Good job, Kenfield. Edelman, 14 points. OJ Howard, who I would have started goose egg. I don't yeah, know how weird. that happens. Tyler Lockett, 26 points, which is he's kind of a boomer bust, so that's really good. Robert Woods, a very down week, nine points in Chicago Bears defense. Again, how they only get nine points. We're only giving up 14. Whatever. Justin Tucker, awesome, 13. And I know we don't usually talk about punters too much unless they blow up, but how does a punter who, I don't know how many times he punted, but they lost 43-0, to zero, only gets six points. Man. That's right. Pick sixes. That's what happened. I think, yeah. what, two or three of them? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah there was two. So this was a uh, this is a tough game, tough loss for Kenfield. Um, but Kenfield has like he's managed his roster fairly well, even though after kind of a rough draft. And Brandon, uh, Brandon's doing the same. He's just he's got a good team here. It's just kind of a slow go. And as Ben said, he's always two and zero. It's just uh, to start off the year, you never know. And Brandon could blow up the week after this. He's just kind of kind of slow start for him. Yes, agreed. I still don't understand the empty bench rosters, but you know. <laughs> that was, that was interesting. <laughs> it's a, but he, he's gonna stash Breeze for for six weeks, I guess. <laughs> well, he, Ben, he's got a guy in the IR who's out for the entire year. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that position is taken. <laughs> Love you, Kenfield. Any, yes. any day now, any day he's coming back. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's what we do here. We, we we poke fun. That's what we do. All right. Thank you, Noel. Very outstanding review. Uh, ben, why don't you tackle the Parker Rams versus the Warriors? Um, well, right out of the gate, like get, or, uh, Larson and I, the other Math- Matthew. Uh, there's too have, many Larsons. There's too many Larsons. <laughs> <laughs> this is the No Larsons Club. Um, <laughs> the, uh, we, have, we have complained for many years about – are good teams and yet poor records. But uh, Larson, I thought, had one of the better drafts, but right out of the gate, he's one-on-one right. uh, one, right along with me, uh, right along with a lot of teams at this point, uh, but ultimately just demolished by by Noel's team, Titletown Warriors. Um, 
I mean, we got to look out for, for Nola this year. I mean, he's had two good weeks in a row. And with this league, you never know. He's either boom or bust league. And we, we all know at this point. And, but Noel, two weeks in a row, just booming. Um, and not not any one player. You look at look at his roster, and he's got dynamite players all across the board. Uh, starting at Kyler Murray with, uh, with 22 points, right around projection. A uh, little bit of a, a bummer with uh, David Johnson running back. But, you know, th- this offense, it's a bit of a question mark at this point, honestly. Uh, in terms of league, Arizona, a lot of new people. Um, and I, I think they have some potential to be a good sleeper team. Uh, I mean, only losing to, to Baltimore the last minute when they were supposed to just not be in that game at all. Uh, Keenan Allen, I mean, this guy has been solid rock for, for Chargers for a while. Um, uh, going back to, uh, to Larson, uh, kind, of, kind of putting all his eggs in one basket with Lamar Jackson. Who's had a great year so far? Uh, Fifty-two points, a quarterback. Uh, James Conner has been been okay for for uh, uh, Pittsburgh, but that that whole team is um, obviously a big question mark at this point. Big. This is this is always the killer, the big goose egg from Alshon Jeffrey. D- does anyone know what happened there? Just to break. He uh, got hurt like on the first or second maybe? snap of the game. Like that's basically yeah. out there. Nothing you can do about that. Fantasy luck is. Uh, it's controlled by the fantasy gods, and I'm not doing. Sometimes we don't do the right dance. I don't know what to say. Um, Delaney Walker, you know, pretty much across the board, down just mediocre performances, not what you hope. But that being said, um, plenty of talent for for Parker Rams. You know, another down week, uh, as as a lot of people had. But you know, this is boom bust league. We'll see what happens next week. Um, but Noel can't speak enough to your to your uh, solid win. Um, We'll see how the the uh, you know the bench goes with Roethlisberger. I don't think we uh, need that that guy. <laughs> he might be gone. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Deshaun Jackson's big question mark. You know, a little older, but had a great first week. Obviously, out the next week, um, you didn't start him, did you? I did not. Um, I wasn't. I wasn't sure that was going to repeat in week two, so I just kept him at that spot. And he also did the same thing with Alshon Jeffrey, where he very quickly got scratched in that game. Like he was a, he started, but then was out. Yeah. Clearly, clearly well-managed team. All the, uh, all the right players on the bench for this week, especially uh, Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> so um, good job, Noel. Uh, watch out for this guy. Maybe, uh, maybe another championship in the, in the uh, mix. We'll see. If I could interject here, I want to point out that I think in recent years, I don't know of another team that's been as snake bitten as uh, Matt Larson. Absolutely. Look at how many injuries, because James Conner got hurt in the first half of that game, plus Roethlisberger out. That's rough. Obviously, Jeffrey. Kamara suffered because Drew Brees got hurt. And then from there, um, A.J. Green, we don't really know how long he's going to be out. Josh Gordon, which was a good pick, but now is, is he been supplanted by Antonio Brown? Who knows? And then Melvin Gordon, we have no idea what's going on there. So, yeah, it's it's tough to see Larson because he even with an auto draft, he has a good team, and yeah. he clearly like knew what he was doing with the auto drafts. Like, Damn it, fantasy gods! He, he came he came in later for the the, the draft. I think, didn't he? Yeah, he was uh, he was predisposed that day, but it wasn't as bad as that one year that the computer auto drafted like three top running backs for him. 
It's like Adrian Peterson, yeah, that was Maurice Jones, Jones Drew, and Arian Foster. And he, they spent like $180 on those three. She said, what the he, hell do I do now? He somehow was competitive that year. I don't know. I don't know how he does it. He wheeled and dealed. He, he, I think he traded a couple of those guys and, at any rate. Yeah, so I'm sorry, Larson, but congratulations on your victory, Noel. Now, going to the last game of week two, it was Space Force versus five-second Cug. So this was a really close one. Molly won by just 6.1 points. Not a huge spread there. And it wasn't, quite frankly, it wasn't that impressive a game by either team here. They had their shining spots, but it wasn't, there wasn't like a blow-up game like a Sammy Watkins or a Dell Cook or Christian McCaffrey. Most people did roughly where their projections were going to be with a couple exceptions here and a couple surprise uh, exceptions. So let's look at the quarterbacks. Derek Carr was one of the um, people who underperformed his projection. He was supposed to get 27 points, got 15.6 this week. That certainly held Nick back. Rivers, 15.2. He was supposed to get 24. So kind of a shitty week for both of their quarterbacks here. Uh, in the running back position, Zeke is back. I mean, he had that whole issue, but apparently the Cowboys just said, yeah, we need him. They said, we can w play with anybody or without anybody. And then they paid him a lot of money. So they're full of shit. But we know that because it's Jerry Jones and he's a piece of shit. Hi. So it, this is this is actually where F and Tart actually got it almost exactly right. He was projected 35.7 points, got 35. So good job, F and Tart. Same thing with Devin Singletary. Kind of crazy. Projected 16.9 points, got 17. Interesting. I wonder if F, I guess F and Tart's getting a little smarter. We'll see. Anyways, uh, going down to the wide receiver position, uh, Steph, you got both Minnesota wide receivers here. Nick took the day 20 points from Thielen versus 15 for Diggs, but the, and he also did that in the tight end position. Kelsey, who is unbelievable, uh, 37 points for him and 26 for Vance McDonald, so he'd be bitter there. Um, where he got whacked here was in the other position, so he started George Kittle and Flex 1, who got him 13. Molly started, Leonard Fournette got her 21, and then uh, TJ Hawkinson. I think this is the first time since year one somebody has started three tight ends. Yep. And that did not play out well for him because he got two he points. He, he did. I mean, he did have an amazing first week at 41 points, six receptions. He only had one, one reception on three targets. He was targeted nine times in the first week. Nine. So very surprising to me that, that Hawkinson um, – did what he did because I, I would have expected him to do better. But uh, at any rate, that's that's fantasy shit. Sometimes shit happens. Uh, Jordan Howard for Molly, five points. I guess I'm not too surprised. Um, he has been fading since Tariq Cohen came in for for them and Chicago, and I certainly think he's on the back end of his career. So I, I wouldn't expect that much from Jordan Howard here. Too, so it was a weird game. It was it was ugly to watch. Interesting. Yeah, I was gonna say it was interesting, but it was also difficult to watch. Um, it's kind of like the Royal Tenenbaums. You're like, uh, I should like this, <laughs> but I don't. It's weird. At any rate, um, in the defensive Wes positions, of football games. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Like a, a lot of people like this, but I don't. I, sh I feel like Dark. I should. I don't. It's weird. <laughs> weird. Anyways, um, yeah, the, it was kind of a mishmash here in the in the defensive and kicker puncher position for all three of them. So that's why it was such a close game. Is both. both both teams, quite frankly, underperformed their projections, um, and it was. I thought this was actually next week to win, um, but lo and behold, uh, that's fantasy. Molly ended up taking the day. So, congratulations, Molly. She's one and one. Nick is zero and two. But this is only week three, folks. We got plenty, plenty, plenty 
of time left. All right, gentlemen, let's go to week three. Thank you, Noel. Uh, let's start off uh, with my game because I've been watching it, and oh my god, what the fuck? So let's, uh, Ben. Would you mind taking a stab at analyzing oh, my game this week? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wonderful. Let's move on. Hang on. I got to switch to week three. I got, I'm on my computer. And I don't know how this thing works. Just uh, close all the Pornhub tabs and then just bring up ESPN. Open more. Don't stifle my creativity. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I know you're doing research for that project. But um, anyways, uh, I, I will just say right off the bat while you're pulling that up, um, I did not expect this to play out like it did. I expected Delaney Walker to do what he's doing, but Derrick Henry was supposed to be a stud. He's got 15 points. Now, granted, there is still time left, uh, but they are trailing 7-17, to 17, and you don't usually pound the rock when you are down by 10 points. Plus, Marcus Mariota is throwing the ball, so I'm guessing, I'm guessing Jacksonville is going to come up with it a couple times just because he's a little interception prone. So, yeah, at any rate, Ben, take it away. So, as I uh, just recapped Larson's previous week, let's uh, let's go to <laughs> Matthew Larson. Matthew Not Grant Larson. Sorry. Floating. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Ben. Jesus Are Christ. you using a, a coal-fired laptop? What is going on? I don't, I, it's, now there's a sponsor on my freaking screen. <laughs> uh, okay. Thank God. Uh, you can edit this part out, but thank God the Titans scored because I'm playing Brandon and he's, he has Jacksonville defense who had who would think they start them? Anyway, okay. I am definitely not uh, editing that out. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely fair. So, uh, going to your current game, which obviously we ha- just have uh, one team, one game in the mix. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are with the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars are 0 2. Um, they've obviously had a little bit of drama with their linebacker uh, recently, and I've Heard he's on the trading block, but that's a separate story. So uh, Parker Rams, uh, good showing from Delaney Walker right now. Um, four receptions for 49 yards. We'll see if anything uh, comes to that. Um, Derek Henry with uh, Tennessee uh, for Michael has a touchdown, 44 yards. Uh, I'm guessing you were wanting a little more out of that, but again, as you said, it's still 10 minutes left to play in the game. It's 44 no. yards on 17 carries. <laughs> Wow, that's not that's not ideal. That's not what you want. No, it, it's a it's the kind of yardage. It's about two and a half yards. It's the kind of yardage I could get if I got the ball handed to me and I just kind of fell forward. So that's the performance Derrick Henry's putting up. And that that's what I would say. I could get that, but then I would be immediately killed by linebacker. Yes, I would be dead, but I could get two and a half <laughs> yards. So, uh, but looking at, at projections, very very t- tight uh, tight race right now. Um, we got. Uh, right now for uh, Lincoln Mavericks, we go 162, and for Parker Rams, we go 163. So um, 50-50 chance at this point. Uh, a lot of good teams in the mix. Lamar Jackson uh, killing it for Parker Rams. Again, kind of his, his entire team at this point, at least last week. Uh, He's averaging 50.1 points just to interject. It's That's insane. I mean, mm-hmm. for a quarterback, especially in any league. Uh Looking for Alvin uh, Kamara to, to have a, a comeback week, and I, I think he will. I mean, they'll, they'll have some practice with the uh, – who is their current running back or quarterback? Teddy Bridgewater. 
Oh, Bridgewater, right. Yes. Thank or you. Possibly that other guy, but they don't know yet. That that could be interesting then. But you know, it's still Alvin Kamara, he's one of the best running backs in the league. Mm-hmm. You expect to like see some that. Tony Michael, I, I have I've never been sold on any New England running back in the last ten years. Brady just spreads the ball out too much. But that being said, uh we'll we'll see how that goes. Um so yeah, look looking to see a, a really good matchup here. Um a lot of a lot of question marks, but I think we're gonna see some some bounce back from some good. You're also gonna see a lot of Saints. There are four Saints playing, three on my team and one on his. So no pressure in that game. Uh no. that was a good one. Uh yeah, Odell Beckham Jr. had a had a good week in Cleveland. We'll see what he does again uh this upcoming season. Wonderful. All right, thank you, Ben. I think um I think I'm gonna win now because Yay. of your insight. <laughs> so all right, let's uh hop on to the next one. Noel, why don't you take the Doom Givers? I will do your game, Ben. Uh Ben, you do Noel's and we'll just keep this train rolling. So Noel, please go ahead. All right. So this game right now, as it's playing out, is leaning towards the probability of win for the galloping gondorosas. <laughs> Wait, that's not it. You said it wrong. What? Okay. Okay. What the fuck? All right. So apparently um, Tom Brady is questionable in this game, so that's bullshit. But we you know he's going to play. Uh, Tom Brady <laughs> matched up against Dak Prescott for Grant Larson. Um, and I don't have the check mark here, but I would think right now – Dallas is playing Miami, so I'm going to give that one to Miami. So there's that. So Dak Prescott should have a better game than Tom Brady when he's playing against the Jets, but still, Matt Breida, Ken Phil's rolling dice with him again against the Pittsburgh defense, which has been bad to start the year. Uh, Saquon Barkley, though, you, you can't ignore that. Devontae Adams is the guy for Aaron Rodgers this year. Even with that Broncos defense, they'll get some touches kind of early on. I don't know if you guys saw much of what happened with Green Bay last week. They looked amazing in the first half and then disappeared in the second half. Uh, Julian Edelman will probably – he could flash, but I'm not expecting a huge week from him. O.J. Howard should have a good bounce back week, so I like that over Noah Fant with uh, the incredible Joe Cool throwing him passes. At five yards of attempts. Cool. Anyways, uh, Tyler Lockett against New Orleans could be a rough matchup for him. Brandon Cooks, I would like to see a bounce back from him against Cleveland in this week, so I like that. Robert Woods, uh, same thing. Hope he bounces back as well. Um, and Terrell Williams for Oakland, who has been on fire to start the year, is questionable and kind of had a basically disappeared in the second half, as did Oakland's defense, so I like Robert Woods there. Bears defense against Washington, really like that. Uh, Broncos defense against Green Bay, I don't think it's going to be like Green Bay of old where they're going to score a lot of points. It, they might get some sacks. They're probably sending a lot of turnovers. So, like, the Bears there. Justin Tucker, obviously, against – I didn't realize Zane Gonzalez was the kicker for uh, – or Arizona now. He'd been playing in Cleveland for a while. And then uh, Hunters. So, yeah, I like this game for – Grant, just on the strength of really the top three players in his team. But uh, maybe maybe this is the week that Noah Fant turns into a superstar. But probably not. <laughs> I am not going to hold my breath. This is the year of the non-tight ends. Unless your name is 
Travis Kelsey or Zach Ertz, and, and arguably someone, George Kittle. Skittles. Um, you're, it's just it's just been bad. Like, look at all the tight ends. It just hasn't been a very productive year there. But at any rate, all right, let's go on to Ben's game versus Brandon. So Ben one and one, Brandon two and zero. Oh. Brandon is projected to win. 162.8 to 153. However, Ben has not currently put in a tight end, so that will very likely change. And I think probably make it pretty even because most tight ends score between 8 and 12 points, let's call it. So this is a very interesting start to the game because the Jaguars, yeah, you heard that. The Jacksonville Jaguars are punishing the Tennessee Titans 20-7. to They, yeah, you would not expect anything from either of these teams, quite <laughs> frankly, but that's what's happening. So There's a lot of be, nothing. It's a whole lot of – it's like, yeah, it's just a, a vacuum. It's a black hole. It's just points go, get sucked in, and never come out. But his defense has 22 points as a result because – remember how I said that um, – uh, oh, they actually not intercepted. It was a fumble recovery. Pardon me. At any rate, so that's, that's what's going on. But only allowing seven points is really going to boost their score there. So – that's why the Jaguars are up 22, and his punter has four points, which is, meh, who cares about that? But Come on, Logan. That's what you got 17 Brandon, points uh, last week. Yeah, seriously. So get your shit together, dude. He had uh, – <laughs> uh, this is the guy Brandon paid $6. Oh, that's right. He just wasted the rest of his money. So why would you pay 6 bucks for a punter? Anyways, so let's, let's actually – let me do my job here uh, and actually go through this instead of just focusing on the punter and the defense. So – at any rate, quarterbacks, Jameis Famous, Jameis, and Carson Wentz. I like actually both of these guys, but both of them have been pretty bad this year. Well, not next year. Carson Wentz has been doing pretty good. I just think he's not doing as Carson Wentzy as he should. He's the seventh-ranked quarterback, so that's impressive. He's been getting 32 points. He should be getting, in my opinion, 35, which isn't a monster difference, but to me he's a top-five quarterback. Famous Jameis is not. He's been averaging 14.6 points, so – Lord only knows if you can actually turn it around. I mean, if you remember that drama last year where Fitzmagic started and then Winston started and then I started and then Brock Osweiler came in and John Elway came back and he played and then James Winston oh, been back in. That so, was a dream. Yeah. Oh. Oh. That's the that's, dream, Ben. <laughs> it wasn't just a dream. What's the dream? Anyway, so I, I have to give this one to Carson Wentz. I mean, it just goes without saying. Anyways, um, Let's look at the running back position next. Todd Gurley versus Le'Veon Bell. I actually like Bell here more than Gurley because, as you were saying, Noel Gurley is underperforming expectations, and watching him play, he didn't look spectacular during the last game. And so I, I think he'll – he just needs to turn it on a little bit more. And maybe Cleveland is the game to do it. So maybe maybe I, this is the week where Gurley is explosive, but – Le'Veon Bell, I really like him, and so I think he's gonna. I think he's actually gonna take the week. Hopkins versus Thomas with Drew Brees out. You gotta go with Hopkins. I think Deshaun Watson and, and him had a bad week last week, and that was very uncharacteristic of them. So this one to me goes to the Hopkins. Evan Ingram versus nobody. I'm gonna give that to one to Evan Ingram <laughs> um, because he's a good tight end. Now the only thing is, who the hell's throwing the ball to him in New York? Uh, crap. Sorry. Somebody named Daniel something rather. Daniel, Mr. Jones. Daniel Jones. That's right, Ben. Okay. Some guy named Daniel Jones. So and me. there you go. I would uh, right. So we'll see if that's any good. Um uh, e either way, uh, it's hard to beat Evan Ingram regardless, just because the dude's averaging 
29 points per week. He's one of the other great running, excuse me, great uh, tight ends. Uh, I, in fact, I'd probably even put him higher than Skittles, uh, but he's inconsistent. 43 points in the first week and 15 in the next. So it's kind of a crapshoot if you'll get a good Evan Ingram or bad Evan Ingram. And without Manning there, you're probably focusing more on the latter. Flex one position, we have Josh Jacobs versus Mike Evans. I love me some Mike Evans, and it is always smart to play the wide receiver that the quarterback on the other team is likely going to throw to. So whenever famous Jameis throws a touchdown, it'll probably be to Mike Evans. Um, maybe O.J. Howard, but I'm guessing Mike Evans. He's he's his guy, so he's. I think Evans has, has the week here. Sammy Watkins versus Allen Robinson. Come on. Sammy Watkins, it's got to be him because it's the dude is just unbelievable. And until uh, Tyreek Hill comes back, he's, I think, Patrick Mahomes' favorite target minus Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is his favorite target. Um, and then Sammy, Sammy Watkins, who is actually in the role, his job is to catch footballs, not just be a tight end. That's his other favorite target. Allen Robinson is good, but not that good. So i I got to give this one to Watkins. Defensive positions, 49ers play in Pittsburgh versus the Jags playing Tennessee. As I was saying, the Jags are up 23 points, and I can't imagine that the 49ers are going to be able to outpace that. Even with Ray Pittsburgh out, you're probably going to see the Jaguars take the day here. Prater, I, I don't, I can't believe he, he didn't do – he got zero points for you last week. But kicking against Goskowski, arguably now the best kicker in the league, I would have to give that one to Goskowski. And then Colby Wadman versus Logan Cook. I, you got to give it to the wad man. I mean, it's this true, dude in his wads is just wow. <laughs> I had a Bronco on my team. <laughs> yeah, wad man. Oh, yeah, you, you you got you got so far the right one, I would suppose. So at any rate, um, I actually think this is going to be Ben's week to win because I think his wide receiving core is going to carry the day. Uh, I think between Evans, Watkins, and Hopkins, you're going to do just fine. So my vote is actually for Ben this week, even though. Brandon's projected to win. I'm going to go with the upset, and, and he just scored another point because the Jaguars D. So maybe I'm full of shit, but we'll see. I actually think this is Ben's game to lose. All right, let's go, Ben. If you don't mind, please tackle Noel's game versus five-second chub. Absolutely. So Courtney coming off a very hot week um, and off to a pretty awesome start. Despite that, right now uh, Fournette has negative Eight yards. Is that receiving or just rushing? rushing? He's caught a couple okay. passes. <laughs> All right, because that's what's going on. So yeah, he's caught a few passes, um, but still not the best start there. Um, interesting though that you see that DJ Clark uh, having a pretty solid game, four receptions, seven six yards, and a touchdown. Um, but let's look at the matchups: Rivers versus Murray. I would say that's pretty even. Um, again, not entirely sure what we're going to see from Murray in the long run. Uh, I would probably give the edge to Rivers because of the uh, you know the veteran at the at the helm, if you will. Uh, Johnson versus Elliott, I think that's a pretty big no brainer. Uh, Courtney's got the edge there at, with Elliott against Miami because um, if he doesn't score a lot of points in that game, I would be absolutely shocked. Uh, Keenan Allen, uh, that's good. Um, obviously, good uh, start for for Noel for for the year. Uh, but already has a pretty solid starting uh, with Chark at um, at the uh, wide receiver position. So uh, looking at tight ends, um, I think I'm going to give it a pretty even match here. Uh, we'll see with the uh, this the contest on Sunday. 
Uh, Fournette with only 11 points at this point, you know, which is pretty good with the uh, the negative eight yards showing. Uh, getting down to the last flex position, uh, Chris Thompson uh, has not had the best start, 22 points in the first week, uh, 14 points in the next, um, but has not pulled down Courtney's uh, Courtney's year yet. So. We'll see what happens there. At, at, at hey, hey, Ben, oh. there's a really good reason why Chris Thompson hasn't pulled down Courtney's. Um, this is actually Molly's team you're analyzing. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> to be fair, though, I did appreciate that he got Shark right, even though I was reading it as Clark. So. <laughs> all idiots. We're all equally worthless. <laughs> it's Thursday. Sorry, Molly. Hey. I don't. Uh, yeah. Five second check. How could I have gotten that one wrong? <clears throat> It's my first show. Leave me alone. It's cool. It's all good. Uh, Aaron Jones, uh, obviously, is uh, not a very good first week, but uh, dynamite last week. So I think the edge is there, especially against the Broncos. And if I could just chime in here, Leonard Fournette just cracked off a 69-yard run. So. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, then an awesome start for Molly. Yeah, <laughs> Holy I mean crap. Courtney. I mean Molly. I mean they just whatever. jumped up twenty three points. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's depressing. That. <laughs> well, um, uh, sorry about your defense, Noel. <laughs> At seven points, <laughs> about to be uh, twenty one points against, uh, and they have done virtually nothing else, which is not too surprising considering. Yes, uh, and. So we got some kickers, and that's, that's pretty cool. And Molly, Molly is playing. No, not not Courtney. How could you guys get that wrong? Yeah, idiot. I mean, whoops. Anyways, uh, yeah, I, this is an interesting game. Noel, you're still projected to get 186 points. Yeah, What's going to happen? That's insane. Um, but anyways, yeah. All right, sounds good. Let's, uh, Noel. Uh, why don't you tackle Courtney's game or Molly? Molly or Courtney? Courtney, Courtney. Molly, Molly. Courtney. Courtney versus Josh. Take it away. This is uh, is this the first game we've previewed so far where there's no active players to, right now? Because so this is uh, right now Courtney's projected to win 174.6 to 158.1 for Josh, which uh, we'll see because this is an interesting matchup. Mahomes against Baltimore, and I don't. I think part of why people were surprised that maybe. Kyler Murray did as well as he did against Baltimore's defense is because Miami is so fucking terrible. That week one, it was like, oh, Baltimore's defense is amazing. They might be. We don't know yet. So, but Patrick Mahomes, I just can't say this enough. Watching that game on Sunday, it was incredible watching things he could do. Just fade back. Oh, it's not short. I'm just going to throw it long for, what was it? I think he had four completions in a row of like over 40 yards. Unreal. So there's that. Aaron Rodgers is still kind of getting used to the new system there in Green Bay against Denver's defense, which, as Broncos fans, hopefully will finally get its shit together and put some pressure on him. So I like Mahomes there in a big way. Nick Chubb, even against the uh, Rams defense, should probably put up more points than a questionable Marlon Mack against an Atlanta front, which is, I don't know what to think about. The defense is crappy, but last week their running defense was fairly okay. So... Who knows, but Nick Chubb there. Uh, T.Y. Hilton is questionable against the same Atlanta front, but even with uh, Mason Rudolph, that's right. 
the Mason Rudolph era in Pittsburgh has begun. I think he'll hook up with Juju Smith-Schuster a fair amount, so I like that there. Ertz against Austin Hooper. Ertz all the way. Marquise Brown against Antonio Brown. And they're actually cousins. Um, in this case, it's hard to tell. Marquise Brown has the more kind of boom potential because he's the kind of more explosive player at this point. But I think they might pick and kind of dink and dunk uh, to Mike's delight, even though he's not on the team. Mike just likes dink and dunk passing. To Antonio Brown, um, Calvin Ridley, after the hot hand last week, uh, Courtney's bringing him off the bench, which I think is a very good call against in Indianapolis. Against Amari Cooper, which had a good week one. But, uh, fellas, who is uh, Dallas playing this week again? <laughs> what do you, mean? do you mean? The best team in the NFL? That's right. Who just traded away their best uh, defensive back. So, I want to give it to Courtney here as far as this matchup, but it got to go with Amari Cooper. Patriots defense against the Jets offense. Uh, and the Eagles yeah. against Detroit. Uh, this could be a toss-up. If it weren't for the Jets playing, I can't remember who their quarterback is anymore. But uh, I think Patriots defense is for real this year. And then from there, kickers and punters. I I think this one's going to be even closer than it's projected. But I think really this is going to come down to Mahomes and Chubb, which was going to uh, tip Courtney or Molly, if you will, over the edge. So... I like Courtney in this game based mostly off of just Mahomes and Chubb, but Cooper could go off because Miami sucks. To send Josh to possibly 2-1 and one and raise Courtney to 2-1. and one. So that's, uh, that's my thoughts on this game here, fellas. Thank well, you, Noel. Good thoughts indeed. All right, let's go to the final game, the Space Force, Space Force. versus the Buffaloes. So this game is... Probably going to go to Vanessa because she's projected 185 to 165, and her puncher has 11 points. So hell? there's a good chance that <laughs> it's going to go to her. Anyways, uh, let's look at these teams. So both of them, I think, have good quarterbacks, believe it or not. Josh Allen is actually starter-worthy enough. He's been averaging about 27 points per game. So and he's the, the He's going against a pretty bad Cincinnati defense. They're ranked 19th overall. That's not that hot. But it's Deshaun Watson. So there's a lot of exposition to say Deshaun Watson's my guy. So I think uh, Vanny's got a look there. Uh, David Montgomery versus Christian McCaffrey. I mean, do I even need to say who's going to get it? Clearly, it's McCaffrey. So uh, And then, yeah, Julio Jones versus Adam Thielen. This is an interesting one because Thielen is going against – a very bad defense in Oakland. They're actually second worst to wide receivers. And Julio Jones is going against the fourth best at Indianapolis. So I'm actually going to give this one to Thielen this week. I think he has a, a greater chance of blowing up, especially since Oakland with Carr can put up points. They might be forced to throw. So I actually think this is Thielen's week for, garbage for, uh, for Nick. Yep, garbage time Jesus. And he'll probably, he'll probably get a lot of points out of Thielen there. In the tight end position, this is a tough one. 
because Chelsea is the man and Mark Andrews is questionable, um, but he's going against a really shitty defense at, at number 25. So he was limited today in practice, so I'm guessing he's going to be available for the game. Travis Kelsey also going against the fourth worst or fourth hardest defense in Baltimore. Uh, and then Mark Andrews is actually, actually playing each other, which is funny. He's going against 25th ranked KC defense. So I think Andrews got this one, assuming that he plays. And much as I love Kelsey, I think Andrews, Andrews has been a stud. He is the number one uh, tight end through the first two weeks. He's averaging 38.5 points. Unreal. It's, it's unbelievable. You're talking about like running back one territory, let alone tight end. It, that's, that, it's like Gronk in his absolute heyday. So um, I, I like Andrews here. In the flex one position, we have Kittle versus Cooper Cup. Skittles. I'm always going to pick. I'm going to pick a uh, wide receiver over tight end nine times out of ten, uh, just because tight ends don't really get the same opportunities. Even though Kittle is quite good, um, unless you're careful. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, but Cooper Cup's been averaging about almost ten points more per week than Kittle is, so I, I think he's he's going to do well. The only thing that's holding me back from saying it's clearly Cup is that he's running against – or not running. He's going against Cleveland's defense, which is number one against wide receivers. So that, that could present a problem for him. Demarcus Robinson, KC wide receiver versus Emmanuel Sanders, Denver wide receiver. I like Emmanuel Sanders here just because the Broncos suck, and so they're <laughs> going to need to put up a lot of points. And he's another garbage time, Jesus, because they're going to just be behind, I'm guessing. Uh, to Green Bay, so they're going to have to keep throwing, and Sanders is the guy to go to. He's he's number seven overall through the first two weeks, scoring 33 points a week. So dude has got it made in the shade. Uh, the only problem is that Green Bay's defense against wide receivers is number six overall, and Demarcus Robinson for wide receivers um, in Baltimore's defense is 25. And he's kind of a sleeper. I mean, nobody – with – Hill out, you're seeing these guys like Watkins and Robinson kind of rise out of nowhere. But he's top 20 guy. He's 19 overall, 28.5 points per week. That's Robinson. So we'll see. Um, by I, Just by a hair, I would give it to Sanders. The Rams at Cleveland uh, versus the Vikings hosting Oakland. This one, the Vikings are good, but Oakland's got a pretty potent offense. And Cleveland does not, even with um, uh, OBJ. I don't think they're going to really go nuts. They just don't have that kind of firepower. So I think that the Rams will do fine. I, I think the Rams will actually take the take the day for them and then kickers and punters. So I think that this is Vanessa's week to lose. I hate to say it for you, Nick, because 0-3 is a tough place to, to be, but it's not the end of the world. I mean, I think teams have gone – open four and then come back to uh, make the playoffs. So who knows? At any rate, I, I, Vanessa's just got enough upwards potential between Watson, McCaffrey, Andrews, and Sanders to really just go off. So, and she's got 11, 11 points from her punter. Let's not forget that. So I think that that's, uh, oh, fuck. I just looked at my own score. Tight end outscored Derrick Henry, son of a Bitch, Larson. Game over. Game <laughs> over. So, anyways, let's go back to this one. So, I think this is Vanny's week to lose. I would, I would actually put my money on her winning. So, gentlemen, we have reviewed last week. We have previewed this week. Is there any other things you'd like to say before we head into the poll and sign off? You no, know, just uh, thank you for uh, letting me join this this week, gentlemen. I will uh, 
I'll be more prepared if you ever invite me back. <laughs> Which we, we will, will never do. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. <laughs> it's been fun. Uh, no, of course you're welcome back. Anyone and everyone in the league is welcome to be a part of this podcast. It's all for fun. And it really doesn't matter. If you've listened to the podcast, you know Noel and I know enough about football to make it entertaining, but are also full of shit. So it's we're true. right, like maybe sometimes, but not often. So well, I at least learned the name. That's true. Yeah, that that would be good. Kind of distinguish between Courtney, Vanessa, and Molly. So uh, yeah. That's, <laughs> anyways, so the 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 poll that I just changed from the first week is. How is this season starting for you? We got four options. Number one, better than I could have imagined. Number two, good, though there are a few minor concerns. Number three, not my best start. And number four, well, shit, that's not what I expected. So go in and vote if you'd like. We have two, one for good and one for not my best start. 50-50 there. At any rate, gentlemen, thank you so much for your time tonight. Thank you for everyone for listening. Anything else you'd like to add before we sign off? Good night, everyone. Go Broncos. <laughs> okay. Too soon. All right. Well, that no, that's fine. We'll um, we will sign off with the Go Broncos ahead of my sign off this time, and that's how we'll do it. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and good luck this week. To you, Ben. We're gonna throw you to the wolves. All right. I'm, I'm ready for the wolves. <laughs>